0: No block, no
1: rock. Episode 17. Michael, hit us with that Javi's Taco business. Yep. As you know, Javi's Tacos is our sponsor. This week, I want to tell you about Thursdays. And why do I say Thursdays? That's because if you have children, you can go to Javi's Tacos and your kids eat for free. So if you haven't been to Javi's, go give it a try on a Thursday.
0: Do we know uh, like the cutoff for kids?
1: <laughs> uh, I, I just I qualify i mean? know i don't qualify i've <laughs> cry, i've gone in there and hobby's like no, no. <laughs> not gonna have it just because
0: you act like it doesn't mean you are
1: <laughs> yeah no so uh it has to be a child right. but yeah if you want to go in there save a couple bucks go get yourself a burrito they have two locations one in lakeside plaza and then the original location next to hy-vee on 180th and q here in omaha nebraska but with further ado let's get started Yeah, NBNR got a special guest for this week. What? Another guest?
0: Yes, sir. Our first running back. Running back! And Kyle, our first veteran. Our first veteran also. So um, we have a treat for you guys. We have Terrell Newby on the pod. So without any further ado, let's take you to the interview. Boom. Terrell Newby, once again, we just want to thank you for taking some time out to join the No Block, No Rock podcast.
2: And uh, let's just get started, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. All right, man. All right. All right. So you're a Cali boy, right? I'm a, I'm a Cali man. I'm a, you know, West Coaster
1: all the way now Midwestern. All right, Midwest <laughs> yeah. boy now, right? So so yeah. can you describe the the transition it was from moving from California to Nebraska?
2: Man, it was uh it was definitely it was different. It was a, it was a culture shock. You know, growing up in Los Angeles, like, my whole life and just being an 18-year-old used to, like, the best weather in the country. <laughs> and then coming to experiencing that first winter is, like, it was a shock, man. First time I ever saw snow was here, like, and and they warned me about it, but I really didn't want to listen. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, nah, man, snow is all good. Snow is cool, you know. Saw my first little slush, was trying to make snow angels and everything, man. And uh, then the winter hit hard. Like that winter yeah. was like like a real bad winter. And uh, I remember Amir was telling me about it. He's like, "Yeah, man. Like last winter, it was like it snowed until like May." I was like, "Man, no way!" Like, go yeah. On. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it was it was bad. Like like uh, I had to get through it, but I was like, "Man, what am I doing, man?" Like. This is crazy. Like I'm sitting in the car and I could see my own breath, like starting the car tomorrow. I was like, that's crazy. I've never seen anything like this at all. So uh and so like when you when you took your
0: visit back in uh I mean that would have to be, you know, early September or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. My that was visit, the weather then. My visit, man, was perfect weather. Like I'm talking like felt just like LA, like felt just like back home. I was like, this is great, man. Perfect okay. weather. <laughs> It's going to be like, like this all the time. It's going to be like this all the time, all the time. And, like, of course, like, no, like, obviously they did a great job recruiting because, of course, like, they never said, like, man, it's going to be real cold here, like, you know. But it was September, and it was, like, 70 degrees out, and we just blew out Idaho State for the for my official visit. I'm like, man, this is perfect. Like, this is – Nebraska doesn't get cold here like that. And if it does, like, it, I can handle it. Like, I came with, like, shorts. Like, I literally had no winter gear at all when I first reported, like – some <laughs> <had a> of <laughs> my first year, like I literally came with like shorts and like t-shirts. I was like, man, it's not even that cold there. I don't know what everybody's talking about. But then that winter hit, man. is was a no joke. Like, I would ha- we would have to like as freshmen living in the dorms, like walk from the dorms like at like five in the morning. Black ice on the ground. <laughs> this negative ten degrees wind is just ridiculous i'm like man this is crazy like, so before you came here did you ever think the temperature could go below zero like it no, was like that- like i no not at all like i remember i still remember the day like i screenshotted the weather and i just was like bruh and sent it like in my group chat <laughs> like to all my friends back home I was like it's it was like negative 11 degrees i think i like posted on my instagram a long time ago but yeah
3: it was ridiculous i was so shocked i was like how is this even possible <laughs> so and, and you mentioned, um, you know, taking your like official visit against a blowout, you know, Idaho State,
2: yeah.
3: you know, it's like a, it's like a warm up game, right, for Nebraska yeah. for the for the season. And so we've got a question here that just kind of talks about like, do you think, you know, we just added that game uh, week one against
1: boredom Fordham,
3: yeah. Fordham. Do you think that that puts them at like an advantage, assuming that it's a blowout like that? And, you know, in your career, you guys had games like that at the beginning of the season. Do you think that's an advantage going into to your regular season? Uh,
2: Yeah, I think, like, um, just for, like, confidence and and mentally. Like, like I said, like, that game, like, literally, like, all the backs had over 100 yards. We had, like, 500 yards resting. And, like, as a recruit, like, it was perfect to see. Like, I'm like, man, everyone's eating, like, as a running back. So, like, we're going to go out here and just destroy people, you know. But at right. the same time, like, you know, like, in the back of your head, like, all right, this is, like, we're supposed to do this. And this is just, like, shows, like, what we're capable of uh, when we actually, like, uh, play at our best, you know. And if you don't make you – know, the big thing with those games is, like, focus on not making mistakes, you know. You know, because you make mistakes against real good teams, then, you know, you're going to lose. Like, right. But, uh, the – the uh the teams like that that you know division one double a teams or anything like that you want to go out there and like try to make uh not you know hurt yourself and have a have a solid game but but yeah man i think i think it helps your confidence you know but uh same you take it with a grain of salt you know you played against idaho state or fordham like no knock on them but you know as a big 10 team we should be able to take care of them and get on with our schedule
3: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've always kind of been curious, you know, like how much weight do you put on that performance, whether you completely blow them out? Is it like, okay, yeah. Like we're going to be great this season or is it like, okay, yeah, we should have done that. Like it's.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you blow them out, then yeah, it's like, we're, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be on point. Like, like still, you're still playing against some, some dudes that, you know, lace them up every single day. So like, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you if you have a real good game like for at least for like us man like I don't care who we play like when we would play those smaller school teams and we blow them out we feel real good about that you know cuz we just felt like even though it was against that team like we could still do this against anybody like it's still game you're still playing in the you know in front of 90,000 people man so
1: right. So so Nebraska opens against a con- a conference opponent in in Illinois this year. Can you describe what maybe that game's going to be like for uh you know, jumping right into conference play in week yeah. zero.
2: Yeah, that's huge. That's like,
1: that's like big
2: time. Like right there. Like you know, that's a huge test. I think if you can win, like I've never heard of you know playing a Big Ten game like immediately. You know, so mm-hmm. that you know will definitely set the stage for for what's to come. Like after that, you know, if you play solid, you know, however the game turns out, uh, you play solid against a in conference team, man. Very first week. You know, that's saying a lot.
0: Sure. Yeah. But then again, if you don't come out ready to play, yeah. Kind of kind of screw yourself over. And that's yeah. kind of the good thing about get before um playing a conference opponent, you know, you start off playing out of conference cupcakes, if you will, and it's mm-hmm. like a
2: tune-up. So yeah. you
0: can't afford to come out and be sleeping on Burt Bielema.
2: Right. Yeah, Exactly. Right. Like, like that's what it's for, man. Those, those like uh, non-conference, uh, you know, small school games. Because you can, like I said, you can make mistakes and still win the game. You know, you're expected to still in the game. But like, like playing Illinois first game, you know, you got to be on point, man. You can't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, you know, you can't go out there and beat yourself. So, sure, It'll for be sure. Huge. Yeah.
0: Okay. And um, you know, since they did schedule Fordham for the home opener, we could, if we could just go back to, you know, that could be like a recruiting, you know, opportunity to get visits in and all that stuff. So if you could just, just talk about um, the visits that you took and, you know, I know you visited some PAC 12 schools or, you know, yeah. So what, what was it about them versus Nebraska that you wanted to pick Nebraska instead?
2: Uh, Honestly, man, it was like, the whole atmosphere and the culture, like, people really don't realize, man, like, the culture of Nebraska football and just Nebraska sports, like, in general is just, like, insane. It's 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 really no place like Nebraska. Like, seriously, like, I know like you hear it all the time, see it on shirts and all that, but seriously, like, like I'll go to, like, UCLA and USC and the Coliseum, man. Like, that stuff doesn't sell out because it's, like, especially in, like, these big cities, like, you have so much going on. Like, we got – the Dodgers got the Lakers, the Clippers. Like you know, people got stuff to do. You know what I mean? Like
3: yeah, not, <laughs> they, they can focus like, on
2: other stuff than the exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like man, Husker fans, man, they're like ride or die. You know, they're gonna be out there every Saturday. Uh, And like I remember, like I still remember that Idaho State game. I was like, because it was like so many sellouts, and I saw like the sellout tracker, like in the stadium and everything, I'm on the field looking up. And I was like, man, this thing isn't about to like, they're not about to go all the way to the rafters. I was like, today's going to be the day like it doesn't sell out. Because right. it's just like pregame and like they're warming up. And I was like, hey, that's a lot of seats. They still got to feel like, come game time, man, it was just sea of red like everywhere. I was like, this is crazy. Like, it doesn't <laughs> get like that anywhere else. It didn't get like that in the Rose Bowl, Coliseum, like, like anywhere else, man, like you'd have to go like, you know, historic places like sec bama stuff like that you know like
0: yeah so coming coming into memorial stadium as a 17 year old kid did were fans you know did they know your name did they say your name right did they ask for your autograph yeah
2: yeah that was (laughs) that was one of the craziest things for me a 17 year old kid coming in they knew who i was and i was with i was with the he was my host and like we just got bombarded after the game. <laughs> uh, and I was so surprised. I was like, man, how do these people like how do they know me? I'm like, what is this doesn't even make sense? I'm not even here. They're like, you that you're that recruit from Los Angeles. And like I'm signing autographs, like along with Amir, like I lost him and like I got my own group of people. I'm handling up. I'm like, where where are you at? <laughs> like, like, what's going on? But no, it was awesome, man. Like I seriously never experienced anything like that. Like uh, to have like people actually like, you know, follow recruiting like how Nebraska fans do and everything. I yeah. feel like it's one of the biggest in the nation, uh, recruiting wise and how uh we're so like in tune with that, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: So it sounds like you had a pretty good time in your career at Nebraska. What can can you describe your favorite moment? Was it a was there a game? Was it off the field? What was your favorite moment playing for Nebraska?
2: My favorite moment. Uh man, so many, man. Uh <laughs> it, so so much so much uh crazy stuff happened. Uh man, I remember playing um Penn State my freshman year. I had a lot of good like freshman memories, man, because playing as a true freshman, it was like, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, I came to Nebraska because they gave me the opportunity. Uh but you know, seeing it at such a young age, I'm like, wow, it's crazy. But playing in front of like a packed Penn State fan, like all Penn State fans, like all white out and snowing, you know, not used to that snow at all. Yeah. And like, I'm on a kick return with Kenny Bell and this dude, uh, like I I got a kick return like before that and um, got to like 30 something. And we were talking about like, you like, you're going to score like this, this next super turn, like you're going to run this back. And I was the off returner. This dude got it, man uh perfect scene took off and was gone and that crowd was just like silent yeah I bet <laughs> yeah that crowd was just like silent man I was like yo this is crazy like Penn State I'm thinking like as a freshman like I saw this stuff on like NCAA right PS, ps4 man like it is crazy <laughs> now I'm actually out here man but
1: uh
2: yeah, yeah I, a lot a lot a lot of stuff man you know obviously the, the Michigan state um
1: that game was fun.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Northwestern, I was insane with Westy. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we just had some awesome moments, man. Yeah, yeah, all
1: right, I'm cool.
0: Um, so like a common question that we like to ask guys is, you know, what was your, where was your favorite venue to play in the Big Ten? I know you mentioned Beaver Stadium. Yeah. Um, was there another stadium that you loved going to to play, or was there a a place that maybe? Maybe you won't admit it, but maybe intimidate you a little bit.
2: Oh man, I don't even like to say it. That it like was just I don't even
1: like to say it, man. Don't but say it. Was, it. I, 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 I gotta tell you now, the real. It, it was Wisconsin, man. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I yeah. thought you were gonna say Iowa. I was gonna fall over. Too. Oh no, no, never Iowa. No pink locker room. Iowa sucks. Like
2: their their stadium. Their, first of all, the locker room was like pink, and it's like whatever. But uh whatever <laughs> it's it's uh super cold all the time whenever we play Iowa and it's just like you know the dudes are huge, but whatever man. But yeah, uh Wisconsin, yeah, like their fans always show up. They're kinda like similar to our atmosphere, man, and we just uh jump around. Yeah, jump around. I hated that. It's like stop yeah. playing this. Uh but <laughs> Yeah, man. It's like they just get, they actually get like hype too to it. Like the players and the fans like get hype to the jump around stuff. I'm like, well, they get old, but I guess we kind of do the same thing, you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you the year that it was, but I remember it was, it was Wisconsin in Memorial Stadium and they played that, uh, let me clear my throat by DJ Cool for like the first yep. time. Yep. And I'm telling you, like uh-huh. all the Wisconsin so fans were just like stunned because the whole stadium was like jumping up and down. Yeah. And I could have sworn it was because Wisconsin was in town. But yeah, I remember that, man. That was uh nuts.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I was crazy, man. And then like Andy Jano would score, like yeah.
3: Yeah. Right up the middle for 50. Like, yeah. Yep. Yep. That
2: yeah, was, man, man. That was that that was that was awesome. But yeah, I hate Wisconsin, like. I still wish that, like, if we could play Wisconsin, like, right now, and just run it back, I'll be ready to go. <laughs> All right,
1: <laughs> he's strapped up, ready to roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you probably in some pretty good shape right now, right? Are you in game yeah, shape? Man, I, I don't know about game shape. I'm, I'm in
2: like because it's an army man. You, uh, you run a lot, like long distance. But I mean, I, I don't know. I probably I could do something. I can contribute. You know? Okay. All so, right. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I'm going to ask you, it'll be a, a two sided question here. So, you played running back. You are our first running back on No Block, No Rock, by the way. So, thank you again. It's finally good to get somebody out of the backfield. Yeah, you know, all these wide represent. receivers, they, they come running for podcasts, but these running backs, <laughs> yeah. you guys kind of run away. So, got to represent, man. You're, hopefully, you get some more on, man. <laughs> uh, maybe with your help. No, just kidding. Okay. So, um, who did you model your game after? You're a Cali guy. Was there any USC backs? Um, and then the other side of the question is, Coming to Nebraska, we had a you know a pretty historic running back room. Was there any running backs that that you saw and you're like, I want to be that guy?
2: Yeah. So uh, actually, honestly, uh, when I was getting recruited by Nebraska, like like I said, like grew up grew up Los Angeles County, like, and that's really like the only thing I knew was like USC, like Reggie Bush and all that stuff. But my dad is from Chicago, and so he's kind of like a Midwestern guy. And he knew about Nebraska like in the nineties, like just the championship programs and all that. And I don't know, like I didn't really I didn't know much about that, but I feel like I, I just kinda knew, like I, I knew the end just because we were so popular like in the nineties. And um, so like I didn't I didn't know like so like too much about that until I did my research. And I'm like, man. Coach Ron Brown was recruiting me and, you know, started like sending me these letters and stuff about all these backs. And I'm like, man, you guys are a lot of Heisman trophy winners. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I did start looking at like, like film. And I was like, man, these dudes are like monsters, like, like LT, Amon Green, like these dudes, like, so like, for me, like, I couldn't really like model my game after just a freaking nature, like Lawrence Taylor or Amon Green, man, just running through people. And then, you know, running 99 yards, like a creative player. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but uh, my in my running back room and Connor, who was uh, who like we looked up to when I was there, was Amir Abdullah. And at that time, you know, he was just going off, man. Like he was having some of his best years of his college career, his junior senior year, and he was doing everything like as all around back. That's what we focused on in our running back room, being all around backs. And he would, you know, even though he was a smaller back, you know, uh, as a size, he would still be able to run through people catch out of the backfield and that's exactly you know the type of back that I had always been like even coming out of high school so I was like man I got the you know perfect dude to model it after right here
1: awesome okay cool
2: well being that you are
0: a you know running back you know it's no secret that you know Nebraska fans are kind of known for living in the past and wanting to run the ball 90% of the time and then
2: Smash my football.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, we kind of want to go back to that. Yeah. But with with Frost at the helm, that hasn't exactly panned out. You know, Mm. that's not really his forte. And so, do you – I just kind of want to get your honest assessment of the Frost regime thus far. Do you – you know, sitting on the couch here, we are more skeptical of – Frost. And I mean, I'm, I'm speaking more for myself than these two really, but just kind of give your current assessment of the program, if you will. I'm not saying, you know, fire him or whatever, but you know, do you have, do you have any thoughts about um, the Frost regime thus far?
2: Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think he's for sure the guy for the job, man. Like, uh, like 100% he's, he's definitely a guy for the job. I I wish that I was able to play and like, Um, you know, just under his whole coaching staff, strength and conditioning staff, because, I mean, the guys have literally said nothing but positive things about that. And, um, you know, from, you know, from what I know, it's just like, you know, we just got to execute better on the field, like just the players, you know, it's, uh, you know, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. But honestly, uh, you know, I feel like uh, with the, Running back situation, kind of how it's always been, because like right now we got so much, so much depth at running back. It's like when you find that guy, man, who's in his groove, man, just give, just like let him go, you know, him. let him, let him, yeah, yeah, keep feeding him. <clears throat> and uh, I feel like it's kind of similar to when Tim Beck was the offense coordinator when I was there. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, same run schemes uh, they still use uh, in Frost offense now. So it's pretty similar, man. Like still like you can you can feed this guy from the gun you can you can feed him uh you know under center or like in any other ways like you can spread him out wide like you can do whatever you can but if you got that guy who you know has had consecutive weeks like just balling keep giving him the ball man it doesn't matter like don't you know you don't have to be super fancy with it cuz at the end of the day if he's in the zone like he's going to get these yards you know so i mean honestly i think uh like i said man i think uh Overall, I just got to execute execute better. And, like, there's, you know, the mistakes and hurting ourselves is what's burning us. I don't think it's so much on uh, Coach Frost so. Yeah, so.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I like, to your point, you know, you don't have to get, like, too cute with it, right? Like, if you have yeah. a guy that's doing well, just keep giving him the ball. Like, it seems like there's always some sort of, like, tricky scheme that needs to come out of a, you know, whatever after a good play. Like, yeah, I, I just – That's an observation that we make on this show very regularly.
1: Like one of the examples that we use was Diedrich just pounded the rock last year all the way down the field, and then you get down inside the five yard line and you run like a jet sweep with a tight end, or and then you're then you hand the ball off to Wandale inside the tackles. Like what? What are you doing? Like yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I could. I mean, like I kind of give both sides of it. Like you're trying to like, you know, they're not expecting this, but it's like, man. Like I know as a player, it's like, dude, I just got down here 60 yards, you know what I mean? Like, give me the, yeah. the ball you know, so I can yeah. go score, man. Like, so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you're on a field, like, it doesn't matter if you got the ball, like, you know, you know, five, you know, five players on a uh, uh, that whole drive, you know what I mean? And you, you've been, you've been just busting down the defense. Like, they're not going to stop you, man. Like, if they didn't before, like it, it's it comes down to like, you making somebody miss and then you go on one-on-one with, with whatever and if you're a good back then you're gonna make that play so i just think man if the guy's rolling
1: just just give him the ball man. you don't have to yeah. get cute. Yeah. let him eat let him eat right yeah. uh, so you you mentioned that that the schemes that you when you had tim beck are similar to what scott runs but i do remember that you you played with a fullback right you had jano with you at your time in nebraska did you like yeah. running uh like a single back out of the shotgun or did you like having a fullback or a lead blocker when you're running uh man I like whenever Jano's in the game I right. definitely it. <laughs> like it
2: right. like I knew that dude was going to just destroy anyone in front of him and he was going to hold his block. but uh <laughs> like for sure uh but yeah I mean like uh with with uh coach Riley we did a lot of under center stuff so we kind of got away from it and uh you know the fullback uh got some more more use and uh Jan actually got the ball more but but honestly I like I like, you know, being from gun because that's really what I was used to. Like in high school, we ran a lot of zone and I loved inside zone. Like a lot of people would be like, you're smaller back. Don't you really like, you know, outside zone or, you know, uh, sweep or whatever? Like, nah, man, I'm small. I can get, you know, I can, I can read a double team and like hide behind these uh, guards, you know, and then uh, get to the second level. So that's what I liked, you know, because I thought that most inside runs could. Could uh you know you make a you make the backer miss and it's one on one with the safety man like you're out of there you know outside zone they know where you're going and they can they can, uh flow your way and you know make a play but uh yeah so I mean I really liked it from gun man like you can do a lot of different things you can kind of dress it up do some fakes do some play action out of it and that's kind of what they're trying to do now I feel like uh like it's it's pretty simple man you just uh, if you got that guy man uh and he's got a good feel for that inside or outside zone man, just uh, let him keep running. Nice. Yeah.
3: Right. yeah, and I'll tell you right now that if I were to suit up and play a down right now, right here, if Jana was in front of me, I'd be good. Yeah. I'd be ready to go. <laughs> I mean, you'd, I'll, you'd I'll you get at least a yard. Yeah,
1: yeah. oh yeah. for sure. <laughs> at least that, a yard. That, that dude's crushing heads so in the NFL pretty. right
3: now. So yeah, yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, he's a beast, man. That dude is like, I like, he's a different breed. Like, Gretna boy I mean, from Gretna, is. Nebraska.
1: Like, yeah,
2: I feel like they just breed monsters out there. What's up? <laughs> <mean? laughs> Like I'm growing up you, on Runzas and and beef sandwiches, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. Everyone there is just like huge, just ridiculous, man. Yeah.
0: Well, I want to ask you another, you know, Big Ten question. Like you, you hear the Big Ten conference. The teams are, you know, smash mouth, you know, run oriented for the most part, hard nosed. When you were playing at Nebraska, would you? was there one team that you wanted to play more than any other team? And I know like back when you played versus now, I think some of the teams have gotten a lot better than they used to be, but was there an opponent that you look forward to facing because maybe they are just a little easier to face than like a Wisconsin, for instance, or was it just week to week? It was just, all right, it's going to, it's going to be a pain in the ass no matter who we play.
2: Yeah, it, that's really what it was. It was just like week to week. I don't think, I don't think any of us was just like, you know, like hell yeah, Northwestern, right? I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like because we would know, like, no, if we're going to Northwestern, it's gonna be a terrible field. Like they got like six inch grass, like. But there's always something with with whoever you play, you know. Like right. even if like we played like Purdue, you know, uh, there's always something, man. I don't know, like we were never like. You know, because I feel like at that point you start taking teams lightly or, or you're just, like, sucking yourself out for big games and, you know, you don't really want to do that. So, I mean, it wasn't really, like, a team like that. Other than, other than like, Iowa, you know, because we knew it was, like, a uh, you know, the next state over and that was a rivalry, man, and it was, like, a Thanksgiving. So, other than that, it was, like, man, you know, you really wanted to, like, you want to win every game, but it's, like, man, we really have to be Iowa. Like, no you way. get a extra for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Good answer. Good answer. I like that answer. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, at this point, at this point, it, you know, Nebraska can't afford to take anyone lightly. Right. Yeah. Got to rack up the the wins right now. So,
1: so yeah. it, it's not a secret. Some of our fans are kind of nuts. Um, have you had any weird fan interactions in your in your time at Nebraska? Yes. yes.
0: Can you describe one of the
1: weirdest? You said that ones? Real <laughs> quick. That was fast. I'm to
0: finish the question. You're like, yes.
2: yes. I've had I've had a lot, man. Uh, the weirdest I I think I've, I've said before, man. The weirdest thing ever was I signed someone's baby's head. Oh Sign my! God. Head. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yep, uh-huh. so, just a, a a like an infant, like fan day, like it was crazy. It was it was crazy. Like I'm telling you, like all the other the running backs, like that were with me. Like they'll remember. But, yeah, I was just like, I was like, are you, shit? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you want me to say, like, Time was here. was like, yeah, like, he's going to remember this forever. I'm like, no problem. And then I, like, held the baby, took a picture with it, and just gave it back to him. There like, you go. So, so did,
1: did they name the baby Terrell after that? Right. I don't know. I hope they did it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope and they did multiple it, multiple signatures on this baby's head? <laughs> or was it just your- It was just mine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah yeah it was i don't know man there's nothing you can
3: say yeah no like yeah yeah, other than like are you sure like like (laughs) i had to like confirm like i feel like i feel like if i were in that position i'd be like why are you choosing me to sign your baby's head (laughs) all these people out here to sign your baby and you chose me and not just that they're
0: weird they're forcing
3: him into a
0: awkward situation like it right was. you got to be the baby signer right
2: <laughs> like you're that guy they like, thought it was completely normal like like yeah you know they're uh, excited i'm like man what i've never done anything <laughs> like this like, and then like holding the baby so, uh, uh, so wait did you, did you hold did you hold
1: it with the signature on its forehead or after uh, um, or before uh, <laughs> i believe it was after yeah, yeah, the head. signature is already on the baby's head. <laughs> and
3: he
2: was probably pointing at the head, like, what? yeah, like <laughs> one head? He was, <laughs>
3: holding the baby like a football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mad.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's some. It's fan day. Man, it gets crazy. There's a lot of people that comes. So like, it's uh, it's wild. Like, yeah, I've had people like, you know, just in public, man, start going crazy, and I'm like, you know it's it's cool but you know it is what it is yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well
0: and like you think of i don't know i think of school like lsu or something
2: man there's
0: got there's got to be yeah. people down there that are just as
2: oh yeah even worse weird. like <laughs> yeah. yeah they're probably like sending them letters and stuff like to their house like
0: <laughs> yeah
2: you know like yeah
0: our fandom is not alone in
2: in it's oh like, yeah for sure them. for sure
0: all
1: right. I mean that's that's yeah. really all I wanted to ask like football wise. <laughs> okay. Um I I got one. Um is there any games in your career that you wish we, you could have had back? Like is there any game that just sticks out you're like gosh, if I would have done this one thing, I think we could have won the game or the game could have changed dramatically?
2: Oh man, I haven't even I haven't even like uh man, I haven't even thought of that. Like uh, any,
3: like any, like game that just like hit you, like God, we. Should... Oh,
2: for sure, man. Uh, man, honestly, my very last game against Tennessee, man, the bowl game. Yeah, uh, oh,
1: yeah.
2: Yep, my very last game, and uh, you guys you lost know, by thirteen
1: or fourteen, right? I was at the game.
2: Yeah, I was. Um, I was. I got hurt. I um, oh. fractured fractured my rib, attached my sternum, man. So that was my last. That's how, that's how I went out. Wow. Uh, yep. Derek Barnett. Derek that Barnett. dude's a freak. Yeah. yeah, Derek Barnett, man. That's how I got hurt.
3: <laughs> wow. Wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah. no. Uh, I don't know. They knew it was broken like immediately, like right after the play. And so I couldn't even take my jersey off. You know, they just had to cut the thing off. And like, mm-hmm. I couldn't even like take my shirts off and stuff. It was terrible. Like, uh, and that was my last game, man. So I was just out there on the sideline, like, man. But, uh, wow. you know, and that was after uh, coming back from, a uh, uh, grade two MCL sprain against Iowa the week before, you know, so, yeah, you know, it was it, it was tough, man, but, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, but I wish we won that game, man, if, you know, going all the way out there, and I actually had family in Tennessee, um, that's where I was originally born, but I moved to LA, like, pretty soon, so I had a lot of people show up to that game, but, uh, yeah, oh, man, last yeah. game, man, we all wanted to, like, as seniors, you know, go out with the with the victory, you know, me Tommy, Westie, and Tommy Westy and B. Rod, like
1: those those guys, you had them before. So, uh, well, yeah. Riker started that game, right? Yeah, he or, did. Yeah, he did. Riker started that yeah, game. Yeah. Brandon caught a couple touchdowns in that game. Yeah. Alvin Kamara yeah. kind of took over. So I remember that. Yep. Yeah, that yeah. Yeah, was, that was like, good.
2: Yeah, he he that was uh, yeah. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like that season, like he wasn't like a super big name, but that game, like he he had a pretty he had a pretty good game. I feel like that. Yeah. That set him up
1: for. Yeah, my fantasy team liked him pretty good this year. Yeah, I bet. I bet.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, on the flip side, what was what was your favorite
2: your favorite win? Favorite win. Uh, favorite win. Oh man. That's Not necessarily
0: like the biggest, but you know, just one that maybe you
2: particularly played
0: played well yeah. in, or
2: you know. Uh, I, I think. Uh. Minnesota, my uh, I think it was my junior year, That was my I had like my longest run of my career, like that game, hmm. All uh, right. yeah, yeah. We just uh, we just we lost like two straight before that, and then we just started clicking. Like Minnesota was uh, there rank was at the
3: receiving right. end of a turning worm,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we just, we just clicked on all cylinders, man. That was a pretty good game. That, uh, the Illinois game, uh, <clears throat> my senior year, um, everyone, everyone was going off. I think I had like 140 something. I don't know, like 200 total yards or something like that. But yep. yeah, okay. man, like, like whenever, uh, like if I had like, uh, Solid rushing, you know what I mean. With along with some receiving, you know, then uh, I personally felt pretty good like like about it, you know, having having some receiving yards because I know we would always game plan for uh, me coming out the backfield catching some balls and stuff like that, you know, helping out with our pass stats or or uh, uh, some good blocks. That was like huge. That was like huge in our running back room, man. You can get some good cut blocks, put it on film, man. You're you're that guy. Yeah.
3: yeah. Hey, well, we love it here. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> OK. OK. Um, well, any other football related questions? Or- uh, yeah, I do. I do have one more football related okay. question. So right now we're at a time where there is a population of football fans that believe that Scott Frost should be on the hot seat. And I know you went through that with Mike Riley, you know, as a team, you guys I'm sure had been hearing that people wanted nothing to do with Mike Riley any longer. Yeah. Uh, how <clears> much, <throat> how much weight does that put on like the football team? How much do you guys pay attention to that? How much, you know, what, if what effect does that have on the football team?
2: Yeah, um, man. So uh, I went, I went through it with uh, coach Pelini coach. Well, mm-hmm. And, like, I, it does definitely have an effect on on, on a team, man, because uh, uh, I feel like a lot of guys there, you know, like Coach Frost, and that, that was kind of the case for uh, Coach Pellini as well, so it might be a similar similar type deal. Um, you know, I mean, you just try not to, you know, really worry about it because at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, there's nothing that you can even do about it, you know. It's right. not in your hands. You know, you have to go out and win. <clears throat> You know, and you just don't really know like what determines that. Like you know, if you say if you if you don't make it to the Big Ten Championship, well, you know what is going to be the determining factor for our coach staying. You know, like that. Like even if we did better than last season, just like like with Coach Pelini. Like you know, he was gone, and you know we beat Iowa that year. You know. Um, so, I mean, like, you just kind of trying to not think about it, but I, I, it definitely does have an effect on the team, man, because, you know, you hear it all the time. You know, we're not, like, uh, you know, not on social media. You hear it and you see it all the time, man. So, it's just – Right. Like, it's a distraction that you just have to deal with. All uh, right. It's just an extra, extra thing that, you know, it, it sucks to go through, man. But, uh, you know, the only option is winning. Right. Know, so, yeah.
3: Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think, uh, I think we're done with the majority of the football questions. Yeah. Um, so first I'd like to preface this with, uh, thank you for your service. We're going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, you joining the, Na- the army national guard. And I, I kind of want to know, cause I've been through the process, I've done it. I kind of want to know, you know, what sent you down that path? And then can you kind of describe like, you know, going from playing in front of 90,000 people uh, at Memorial stadium screaming and hollering under the lights and then going and doing something that's not so glamorous, uh, such yeah. as the army. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just kind of just describe <clears throat> that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, man.
2: Well, thank you. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for you, sure. Man. Yeah. Um, y'all it's definitely, uh, it's definitely different, man, but in a lot of ways uh, has a lot of similarities from, you know, sports that transfer over to, to what I'm doing now. Um, but, uh, yeah, so so I kind of – I've always, like, uh, you know, looked up to, like, guys who have served. And uh, my dad served in the military. Um, who, he served, uh, uh, like, in his time, like, in the late 80s and he was in a Special Operations Aviation Regiment. And, uh, you know, like, that's just kind of, like, uh, you know, what I was brought up on, like, just like that military mindset. And it's how I, like, trained in football, you know, like – we would be up at, like, 5 in the morning, like, just getting it in and working out, you know, like, stuff that, like, a lot of people, like, didn't want to do. So I was pretty used to that, man, like, just, uh, you know, having that work ethic. <clears throat> and, you know, as I was done playing, like, started, started winding down, and I was looking for, you know, different things to do. And I was like, man, I still want to challenge, and I feel like I can still, like, you know, if I was – if I did get picked up, I'd still be able to play. Like, I'm in fit, enough physical shape to play right and uh you know well what what else can i you know contribute to like you know physically and like uh still be a part of a team and you know
3: the army was that for me man yeah for sure so did uh <clears throat> did any of your battle buddies or you know your, your drill sergeants or anybody did when they found out what you used to do did you did you catch some shit for that
2: <laughs> oh yeah every day like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> every single day man like. Uh, every single day man like uh i i didn't even uh bring it up at all because i knew that that was just gonna be like the talk of the company like whatever wherever i was
3: yeah Still you don't like, want to draw right attention there, right. to yourself ever right. yeah. yeah
2: never you just want to like slide through and just you know be that guy that was the exact opposite for me so you're like, right <laughs>
3: you're right like, a celebrity uh, like, yeah basic, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah like uh i went in there and like i was i was pretty big man like i was like uh I was still in, like, uh, playing weight for, like, uh, pros and everything. So I was, like, a good – like, almost 210, like, pretty muscular. And it was just, like – one drill sergeant was, like, like, who are you? Like, he's, like uh, – <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> he's, yeah. Like, yeah.
3: He's, like, you're not <laughs> some regular kid coming off.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's, like uh, – so, like um, – I forgot what he asked me. He was, like – he's like, how old are you? And I was, like uh, – because I'm an older guy. Like, I joined at a pretty, like uh, – you know, later age and I was like, I'm I'm 24. He's like, uh, what took you so long to join? I was like, college. He's like, oh, what'd you what'd you do in college? And I was like, uh, you know, I'm watching like, play sports. So I was was I was Pole yeah. <laughs> Tennis player. <laughs> I should have said something like that. He's like, yeah, yeah, right, guy. <laughs> uh uh but yeah, I mean, I told him I played. He's like, "Where'd you play?" He's like, "Well, well, you just didn't get any opportunities after like that." I was like, "Well, I actually, I played uh, for Minnesota Vikings for a little bit." He's like, "Yeah, right, man. Like, yeah, right." <laughs> I was like, "I did." <laughs> I did. And then he literally like pulls out his phone. Like, this is like in like the the chat. Like, we're like lining up for breakfast. Like, first thing in the morning. Yeah. And uh, he pulls out his phone, and he's like, "So if I look you up right now, like, like I'll see you." I was like, probably a drill sergeant. Google it guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll probably see it. And then he looks it up, man. And then like he didn't say anything. And then when we went back to the to the uh, to the bay, there's like two drill stars coming. He's like, so I heard you uh you play some football, huh? <laughs> and then uh, in front of the whole bay, like no, no one knew anything. And he's like, hey, you look kind of small
3: oh <laughs> no. yeah and you're then they're the like I'm a
2: joke, i could beat you in a race pride." like
3: what, what do you yeah. think about that
2: <laughs> yeah yeah but then like after like uh oh that you know it's pretty cool man you're gonna be like pat tillman you know and all this other stuff but uh yeah yeah like i definitely got a lot of stuff like every single day when i was in my uh basic training unit man like Every single day, man. Like, like how what what's up with my fantasy? Like you didn't give me any fantasy points. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, man. Like if I could, I would, you know. And then like do, like it was actually cool because uh they were like all pretty cool, but I was all in like just out of fun, like just you know, yeah, mess with me. But uh, you know, they would be like Low key, like, hey, who 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 should I start like this week? Like, right, <laughs> like, like, man, y'all are crazy. I'm like, man, you give me my phone, like, maybe I could. you know right. I, could, I, I tell you something. Yeah, give me some food out here. Your boy starving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna be in plain shape anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it was fun, man. Like, like the, uh yeah, the military has been awesome, man. It's it's a, created some new challenges for me, like stuff that. I, I never, uh, you know, would have thought that, you know, I'd be able to experience, man. So it's awesome.
1: So so um, is this a long-term thing? How um, do, you, do you plan to make a career out of it? Um, do you have any other endeavors you want to explore? Um, yeah, so, uh,
2: I mean, I'm, I've pretty much been on, like, just, like, full-time orders uh, since I've been in. Like, I've been uh, – I just came back from Georgia – um, went through uh, infantry OSIT, airborne school, and then the whole pre-Ranger thing. And I uh, was at Ranger school for a little bit and ended up – I ended up getting uh, dropped for that for, like, land nav man. But I'm going back uh, pretty soon uh, to, to finish that up. So, yeah, man, like, I've, I've been, like, pretty much, like, full-time, full-time doing this, man. So
3: uh, it's definitely been a journey. Hey, there better not be one – veteran listener on this podcast that makes fun of this dude for not passing land nav you had <laughs> trouble with it and i had trouble with it so nobody yeah it's all good
2: <laughs> yes yeah, def- yeah yeah it's it it gets uh it gets crazy out there night land that map uh, yeah for sure
1: yeah. <laughs> i personally didn't serve but my whole family's military my grandpa was a warrant officer in the army and uh so it's really nice having some like good military veteran spin on the no block no rock podcast this time because yeah just something we haven't had yet, so I, I yeah. just I really appreciate your service and I appreciate you um sharing a little bit with us and the listeners. That's just awesome, yeah,
3: man. No problem, man. I appreciate you guys. First running back, first veteran. So you're pretty yeah, pretty good, dude. <laughs> That's yeah, a pretty man. good hey. episode here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Tarl Nuby, thank you again for joining the No Block No Rock podcast. We appreciate you take some time out, and uh, we just want to wish you luck on your
2: future endeavors. Man, thank you guys, man. Thank you for having me. And uh, I'm looking forward to who you guys have on. You guys you guys have had some, some studs on, man. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to, to it, man. For sure, Adding yeah. you to the list, man. Yeah, that's right. You're on there. <laughs> sweet, sweet. All right, man.
0: We want to thank Terrell Newby again for stopping by the No Block, No Rock podcast. You guys, please follow the No Block, No Rock podcast on Twitter. At NBNR Podcast, we might be giving away a nice little merch
1: yeah, deal for you. We so. got a little merch going on. So uh, we got a we got a hat. We're gonna do a little hat giveaway. If you don't already follow us on Instagram and Twitter, please do uh, to find out how you can get yourself some free no block, no rock gear.
0: Heck yeah, man!
1: Yeah, uh, where can they find us uh, as far as oh, streaming shoot. services go? So
0: where can't they? I mean. Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, no matter where you search for us, we're gonna be there. So please give us a listen, download our episodes, give us a five-star rating if possible. Uh, we appreciate you listeners. We're gonna to try to get guests, we're gonna to try to get, get you some more episodes on the way. So we got your content. Just gotta follow us. This is one of your hosts, Jared Hall, Mike Delaware, and Kyle Byers. And as always, GBR and Army Strong.